and welcome. Hello everyone. It's Thursday and you know what Thursday is beyond small talk day. My name is Jackie Janik. I'm a women's empowerment coach helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world. And you are watching beyond small talk, real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one talk at a time. And I'm very excited to have a repeat offender, Caitlin Nightstrom from Style in Motion Shop. She was actually on and I have to thank her so much for being number three on the show and now she's on episode 43 of season two which is actually 70 episodes later I'm so excited to have her on she's been curating my closet for like almost two years now she's an entrepreneur and we're gonna you know pick her brain a bit like what's uh oh my god let's get you on one second there you go inviting for Kaylin. Of course, I'm wearing a style in motion shop piece. Hi. Hi, Heidi. How are you? Good. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for having me. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. I was just going through my closet. I know we're going to talk entrepreneurship, of course, but we have to talk like everything behind you and, you know, style in motion shop that I'm wearing um, the corduroy kind of like jacket. I saw someone else wearing it just as a shirt and I was like, oh, it's so cute. So thank I you. All the layers. You look fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. So welcome. Um, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit, how did you get started on this entrepreneurial journey? Yeah. Okay. So my name is Caitlin Nystrom. I am the owner and stylist of Style in Motion. I am coming up on my fifth anniversary in business. And started. I mean, I'm an accessory designer by trade. I have always loved clothing, loved styling myself, loved styling my girlfriends. Um, so when I landed in New York unexpectedly, I really just kind of started thinking about all the things that I love and I'm passionate about and what I really value. And I really just brainstormed on how I could make a career out of that. Mm. To me, literally in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome because I did post and I saw on your, you know, about that you moved to New York and we do have smaller closets in New York. I mean, especially for let's regular people. We're not talking, you know, regular people. We have smaller closets and it's like how to maximize your space with having the best pieces in your closet. Yeah. Um, so like when you started this business, how did the idea come? Yes, I like get styling, but your business model I find so intriguing on how you decided to do it on IG. So for people who don't know and they want to shop with you, can you explain how you came up with the IG model and how that works? So it honestly was an evolution. I did not start that way. But right now, the business model is essentially I create and curate different collections every single month. So I have monthly collection drops. They range from like six to 15 styles. So some are smaller, some are bigger, depending on the time of year and the season. And I just basically do a try on session. So I am a regular, real curvy girl. I'm not a size two. I'm like a size 10, 12, depending on what day it is. And I just try on the clothes. I'm normally a size medium. And I just kind of talk about how I'm styling them, how I'm wearing them, how they fit. And you message me to order. So that's kind of where I'm at today and how it works but it is not where it started that took many many years to get here 
<laughs> because it's crazy. I'm in marketing during the day. So, you know, not even 10 years ago, we didn't have this platform of social media. And I couldn't, I can't imagine like if I was not that I can't do it now, but a younger person starting out and being like how to use IG and social to generate revenue and grow a business and have a business that's online. I find this fascinating and so cool. So for everyone watching, this is how I order from her. I literally watch her story. So you have to follow her and then just watch her story. She's so real and how you describe the, the, <laughs> the clothes. I love it. And you can't go wrong with a pocket and a dress. She always talks about everything has pockets for her, which again, I love too, especially if you're, how many things do you have to carry? I'm a mom. I'm carrying a lot of things and I always have to have like lip gloss. Like I have so many lip glosses. They're always around, like always, right? Like you need, um, so you're very smart. Can you give us a bit of like your, I guess, the madness behind how you curate a month? Like how do you think about it? So I always look at what has worked in the past. I mean, honestly, like this model, I have only been doing since August of 2019. So kind of like a couple months before COVID and the lockdown happened. So I really am still new to this model, but I look and see what, what worked, you know, last November when I'm planning this November, what women are looking for. And then I love to do like a trend piece, you know, so lots of corduroy right now. The shacket is trendy. So I, I do a touch of trend, but I, I do want my styles to be very classic and timeless. So I don't go too trend heavy. Um, and I just want to give a little bit of everything. So I try to always have like a jacket or a cardigan, a couple sweaters, a dress, a bottom, you know, so just it's really plain mix and match and dress up. Yeah, and I love that from month to month that the pieces coordinate. Yeah. So if you work with Caitlin, she doesn't just give you something that you can't wear with nothing else that you that you bought. Right. So right. it's like I have jackets that I'm like, oh, and then sometimes I like to send you a picture. Look, now I can pair these together. So it's just um, you're just really thoughtful about how women want dress themselves and feel in their clothes, but also the expenses, you know, shopping is an expense and it's our money and how we spend it. That's why I enjoy what well, one I like supporting women businesses, but two when I buy from you and I would think other people, other women too, that I feel like you really thought it through. You thought like, how can my dollar be stretched in my wardrobe and um, how it makes me feel? Yes, exactly. I mean, I'm honestly wearing a, a dress from style in motion. It's vintage as soon as it sells out. So we're both wearing vintage <laughs> right now. Um, but I am wearing a dress on I honestly think it's from like 2017. So it's just pieces that I personally keep in my closet. I can layer different ways depending on the season. I can do different color stories with depending on what's trendy. You know, these are not pieces that you're just buying, wearing a couple times and then like donating. You know, like I really want women to feel incredible in their clothing for a long time. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So when you started, you said you're in five years, what was your first thought? Like, was it like, holy shit, I'm starting a business? Or was it, oh my, holy shit, I'm starting a business? I mean, or, like, all of the emotions, everything. I, it actually, Style Emotion started as a travel blog. Oh. So my husband and I lived in California. We knew we were moving to New York and we were trying to knock out all the California spots. So we were doing lots of weekend trips, day trips, and I just looked at him and I was like, I wish I had 
somehow to document all of this, like remember the restaurants, remember the little B and B's that we stayed at, like all this stuff. And he's like, sounds like you need to start a travel blog. Mm. And I'm, I'm not a blogger. I'm not good with words. So like, that is not my forte. So we decided to, he created the name. Like he thought of it. He's like, you always look cute and you're always like going. So style in motion. And oh, he, he came up with the name. Oh my God. You have to like, yeah. he thought <laughs> awesome. The travel blog, honestly, was both of us together. So if you go back to, like, the very, very first blog post, you'll see, like, Caitlin, Ryan, Caitlin, Ryan, and we give our thoughts about the same experience. So it started as a travel blog, and then I was in New York, like, maybe three or four months, and in normal New York energy, I was like, I'm going to start my own business, you know, just, like, I wanted to take what I had already established, the name, the website, everything, and I was like, I really want to make a shop out of it. I want to help women curate their closet, feel really confident, really badass and sexy to kind of take on the world. And I am going to make it super easy for them to shop online. And I took about nine months to get the first collection and do the website and all the planning up front. And I just assumed that everything needed to be top-notch professional, look a certain way, feel a certain way. And I published the website and it was like crickets. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how people always feel like, oh my God, I put it out there and everyone's going to start running, right? You just think like the world is waiting for you. And I think that happens with like entrepreneurs and business owners where they're like, you know, stressing about every little thing and then they put it out and then they see zero sales. It's like, well, what happened? Well, what happened? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I started with four different collection drops every year. So more of like the retail, you know, spring, summer, fall, winter. Mm -hmm. And huge collections. I'm talking like 30, 40 styles per collection because mm. I was four times a year. Mm -hmm. um, but I was just realizing that like, I mean, if you're not constantly talking and in front of people, like women are busy. We have a lot on our plates. We are juggling a lot. We have a lot of different, you know, roles that we're playing in our life. And they forgot about me, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't top of mind, which I get it. Um, so I really had to brainstorm and figure out like, how can I meet them where they're at? How can I help them shop, help them feel confident, but like not take too much of their time, that kind of thing. So I was kind of brainstorming that in the back of my head. And I tried different things where I would do like little sweater collections in the fall or like really cute summer tank tops. And so I tried a bunch of different things over the years. And then I had a few girlfriends and family friends and family reach out to me. I think it was like the summer of 2019. Yeah, it was like June, July. And they were like, hey, I know you're coming back to Ohio where my entire family is and where I'm from. And they're like, are you going to bring the fall collection with you? And I was like, hmm. Hadn't even thought about it <laughs> like so far off so it was like you know I'm planning it but I wasn't thinking that far in advance and especially about them shopping so a few of them asked and I was like you know what I'm gonna call my vendors most of them are based in LA and I'm gonna see if they can just ship it straight to my parents house instead of New York so I had the entire fall 2019 collection shipped to my parents house they were troopers they had a rack set up for me hung everything steamed everything like they're the world's best assistants <laughs> <laughs> I just had women come over to my parents house one at a time and just try stuff on and I always asked permission but I was like I would love to take a few photos or do like some stories behind the scenes of like you know what's to come mm -hmm. and through those stories I just kept like I was getting flooded with messages just like 
how much is that jumpsuit going to be? What size is she wearing? Oh my gosh, that color looks great. And I'm just like, hmm, this is interesting. So I decided to take a medium. I think there were only seven styles. I took a medium of each style. I went up to my childhood bathroom that had a full length mirror and I did the first try on session. And I just said, you know, I didn't put any details. I did. I literally just tried the clothes on and I was like, message me if you want to grab something like super generic, super laid back. And I sold out of every single piece. And I had no idea how to send invoices. I had <laughs> from Ohio. I was so in over my head. And so once I figured out the logistics and thank goodness my parents were there to help, um, I was like, how can I replicate this? This is obviously what women are wanting. This is easy for them and exciting for them. So how can I replicate this? So I got on the phone with my vendors and I was like, I need more product like immediately. And that's when I started the monthly collection. So I just was like, if it works again in September, you know, maybe August was a fluke. We'll see what happens. So I tried again in September. It worked really well, sold out. So then I did October and November and I took a couple months off to kind of like regroup, like how can I actually make this like a real business? And I had all of 2020 planned out and then COVID happened and I just had to pivot. I honestly thought I was going to go under. I didn't think that women buy clothing when they were locked inside. Um, so I really had to listen to what my women were wanting and what they were needing. They still wanted to feel fabulous, even though they were staying home. So I just kind of listened to them and had to pivot like every single month with them. That's a, that, that's just, I know because COVID, like, I mean, a lot of business had a pivot and the ones who did and did it quickly and smart. And the my takeaway from that is like you listen to your customer, right? Mm -hmm. Like you listen to the women who are shopping. What do you want? How do you want it? How fast do you want it? And especially living in like this Amazon world, I feel like everybody wants things yesterday. And it's like me too. When I buy from you, I keep checking. And I was like, <laughs> did it chip? Where is it? Because I want to wear it here. And, the, and um, the ease of it too. So especially for someone like me and my lifestyle that I can turn to somebody and just say, okay, there you are, you're curating it and it's great. So before you like years ago when it started with like Rulala and Gilts, I remember when they first came out and yeah. it was the same thing. I love how you say nine o'clock Tuesday morning. Like I'm yeah. literally on IG waiting nine o'clock. And then I say, then you're so kind. Do you want to take a look before? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm a good customer. <laughs> I commute to work and like watching stories of like, please goodness, like do not stress. <laughs> but I remember when I was, you know, in my in 20s, when Rula La started doing that, I would sit at my desk at noon and keep going, refresh, 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 because I wanted to be like the first one to see it and get the deals, right? So I just find this to be brilliant. So then COVID hit, right? And you're pivoting. What were you feeling? Were you feeling again, holy shit? Or were you like, oh my God, this can work. I'm going to do it. Like, I'm yeah, sure it's like this. I had a few, like there was a really cute, like sage green top and short set that I already had in the shop when lockdown happened. And I had this really cute, like terracotta swing short. Like, so I had a few like pieces that I didn't know at the time, but were perfect for work from home. And mm. they immediately like they were just kind of sitting online and they sold out like during those you know first two three weeks of lockdown and I was like okay she clearly still wants to feel fabulous even though she's at home she does not want to be in pajamas all day but like how can like 
how many joggers can I do? You know, like, <laughs> like how in the world am I going to make like a business out of this? So I really just kind of like took a step back, took like, I think May, I had, I already had March and, and um, April already set, you know, kind of was what it was. Cause I had to plan about three to six months out. So I took May off and I was like regrouping like, okay, summer's coming. She's going to want some dresses to like do some picnics and stuff outside. But other than that, like it does need to be very work from home, lounge, comfy. So I kind of started planning June, July, and August that way. And then I layered in the sweaters and, you know, so I just kind of kept like, I was doing like baby steps and I wasn't taking a lot of risks. You know, I was buying conservatively, you know, being very frugal. I didn't want to buy too deep into product or the wrong product. And, you know, so I was having to be very calculated um, from a business standpoint. And yeah, I really was like baby steps all the way. (laughs) Well, it's working. And yeah, like thinking about inventory, like being your own, it feels like, yes, you have support from your family or your husband, but primarily it sounds like you do almost everything else on your own. You do all the buying, like. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have like the world's most amazing girlfriends, yourself included, that I can like always turn to questions and get advice from and you know so I feel like I have this like army of women that are just like the best around me um but yes like on a day-to-day basis like I'm doing the buying I am you know the one on the phone with the vendors like where in the world is this order you promised it <laughs> so I'm doing like customer service and like thank goodness my husband <laughs> photography so he's like photographing me most of the time in our apartment so it really is like that's the main difference. Like I was reading through like our topics and everything today. And the first thing that came to mind was like how different I started versus the monthly collections that are happening now. I mean, I want to put out like the most amazing collections and great content and stuff like that. But like, I'm doing it on my own. You don't need, like when I started, it was so like, I had to hire a photographer. I wanted the whole like white box, white background. So the clothes pop like studio look like perfect lighting perfect everything. So I feel like just like the fact that it's just me and I'm hustling so hard, it's very real. It's very authentic. It's a ton of work, but I absolutely love it. So it's well worth it. But I think that's also what attracts, you know, your customer. You know, I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for, like you said, um, to feel good in the clothes, the, uh, the right price, the right person who I'm getting it from so I think even now you know because of COVID people are more uh, mindful of who and what and where they're buying from right Mm -hmm. and like want to know like where's my money go to don't get me wrong like I still get some pieces from H&M and things like that you know of course you need some fillers and things like that yeah however I have this other portion of money that I want to invest in clothes and it's like where do I want to buy from someone who is perfectly curated or like I feel like we can be like best friends through the you know through stories like people feel like they can relate to you like oh my god Caitlin and talk as if they know you and I feel (laughs) like that with like other people I follow I'm like well they said I was like my husband's always like what is that style in motion I was like yeah this is a style in motion like that's your name now style in motion It's so interesting because I was never in front of the camera. I was not comfortable in front of the camera. So I would ask girlfriends to be my models. I was the one just like steaming and prepping and doing everything behind the scenes. 
And I didn't want my face or my name attached to anything style and motion. I wanted the collection to speak for itself. I wanted to just be very like generic, you know? And I thought that could work and, and maybe it could have over time, but I really had to sit with the idea that like women can buy clothing from anywhere. You know, I really, really had to like come to terms with that, that they can go to Target and get like a $20 dress. Um, maybe it's not as good of quality or whatever, but like they can, like women can shop anywhere, especially with Amazon now. So I really had to sit and figure out like, why are women coming to me? Why, like what makes me special? What am I like kind of grounding my business on? And I had to come to terms with it was me and the customer service and the value that I can bring. And sometimes it's still like uncomfortable to say, cause it's like not that something that comes naturally to me, but I really just want to help women feel confident and amazing and give them the best customer service. Me like they should feel special from beginning to end because I want to feel that way. I want my girlfriends to feel that way. I want my family to feel that way. And Target can't give you that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. They can't. Um, <laughs> yeah, so showing up, like how you put, like, you're the face of it, um, and you put, like, your head to toe all the time, you always look amazing, but I'm sure there's some days where you're like, oh my god, I have to be in front of a camera, like, oh my god, I have to, but, but you continue to show up and do that, and through that authenticity, I enjoy that, because I don't feel great every day, like, I don't feel great in my whatever, you just don't, like, I just don't, um, <laughs> So what tip can you give to someone, give to a fellow woman entrepreneur? Like, how do you show up? How do you fuel yourself to show up every day? I, it was during COVID that I really had to like, kind of just be okay with all aspects of life. I feel like I always, pre-COVID, always had my hair and my makeup done. And there was like an on Caitlin and an off Caitlin, like a home Caitlin and a business Caitlin. And during COVID, like the lines were so blurred that I was like, you know, I'm not putting makeup on today. <laughs> like, or this week or this month even, you know, it's just, I had to be okay with like, you know what? I have a huge zit right here or my mm -hmm. gray hair coming in. And I just had to be like, you know, this is real. This is real life. I don't use filters. I don't like Photoshop the images on the website. Like I am just very real, very transparent and. I feel like all women have good days and bad days, myself included. So I just kind of had to put it out. Like I just had to like, it took like a month or two to like get really comfortable. And then, you know, when I didn't have people like, oh my gosh, like that's what you really look like. You know, like people were very, <laughs> very kind and no one said anything crazy. So I was like, yeah. okay, I am clearly the only one overthinking this because everyone else has the same thinking, the thought process, the same good days and bad days. So like, Let's just share it. Let's just be a little real. Yeah, and just so accept it. Like, that's, yeah. that's real, like what you're saying. So the other world that we've all known of the magazine, I'm talking pre-COVID, right? Um, while COVID ha is obviously terrible, there's been some, like, shining lights that came out of it. And one is just bringing attention to, like, women, how we perceive our bodies and um, ads around it and uh, because – I've been in marketing my day job for so long that I was used to a world of a whole lot of Photoshop, right? A whole lot of retouching, a whole lot of like looking at some women's or men's faces so close that we used to retouch, like retouch every little thing on them, right? 
And now it's like, I don't, that's just not, like you said, real. It's not perfect. Perfection is not something that I think striving for or even exist. Does perfectionism even exist? I don't know. That's another question or topic. Um, (laughs) So what would you tell yourself, Caitlin, five years ago um, when starting a business? (laughs) I would just say, put it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to make everything so shiny and professional. And just do it. You know, like, honestly, like, just you on your own, bootstrap it, make it happen, put yourself out there. I always say, do it before you're ready. Like, you're never going to be ready, right? You're never going to be like, oh, my God, I'm so perfect and ready. You're not. So just even... Yeah, so many female entrepreneurs are perfectionists, especially the ones that I've met in New York. So it's like, you cannot wait for perfection. It will never come. So like, just kind of put it out there, push it, you can change, you can pivot, you can learn, you can grow, just push it out there. Yeah, that's the thing that, you know, making sure that you're learning through the experience that, you know, what you did two years ago, you're like, okay, I pivot, I learned and I implement. And that's where the growth is. That's what happens. Even here, you were on episode three. Even though the platform's the same, it's like how I show up, the questions, this whole has evolved. And while, you know, we look just as fabulous on (laughs) during COVID and like, I think it was April or May, um, we both are different, you know, evolved women here. So... Awesome. Okay. And can you share one thing that's coming up for the holidays of must have fashion? We have to end there. Must have fashion. I feel like sets are coming back. I feel like sets happened during COVID and then everybody was buying like dresses and girly and like super feminine pieces. But I keep seeing sets coming back for like those like cute, cozy, like family get togethers and stuff. (laughs) Very chic, very sophisticated sets i i bought a set from you and i do love it like i feel it feels good on and and i don't remember when's the last time i've worn a set like i don't even because i see repeat in fashion i've been been around a while so yeah i don't know when was my last set so thank you for that oh oh betsy says combat boots yes Boots are always in. I love combat boots. I need a good pair of black combat boots. So if you have any recommendations, please tell me. (laughs) Yeah, you can't go wrong there. And for me, it's always gold earrings. I don't care what's in style or not. I'm always in a gold hoop-esque. That's just who I am. It's my brand. So... (laughs) Yes. Anyway, well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Caitlin. Everyone, oh. must stop Style in Motion Shop. You could go on the website as well. The next Thanks. drop is in December. First week of December. I already have five styles of the 12 in. A lot of them are shipping out next week, so it's going to be a good one. Oh, and watch stories. That's where you get, like, the real in-depth detail from Caitlin who literally goes over everything she's very good you're very good with the detail showing like the materials and the fabric and she's like this it's just really nice to hear how somebody describes the clothing and how much thought and like love you put into your curations you really do you really do it it shows through I wish everyone could come and like shop in person and touch and feel and play dress up so if they can't be here I'm gonna make sure I 
they feel like they're here. I want them to like visualize and, and you know, all the fabrics and everything. So I try sometimes like weird, you know, descriptions come out, but again, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at 4, and then watch us on your favorite pod. And don't forget to follow Caitlin at Style and Motion Shop. Thank you so Thanks. much. Back Bye. <laughs>